I'm Michelle White, bringing you eight years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy. Thanks for joining me on Happy Inside, the podcast where we talk about the behavioural and psychological aspects of gut disorders. Everything that no one else is talking to you about is happening here. All right. We had a look last week at thought processes triggering a physical reaction, which we feel as an emotion. Now let's look specifically at how those emotional reactions affect your digestive system. Your brain is part of your central nervous system, the brain, the spinal cord, and nerves that branch off into every limb and organ of your body, including your gastrointestinal tract. Emotions, your emotions, are felt in your gut just as quickly as they arise from thoughts into emotions. Emron Meyer, the author of The Mind-Gut Connection, is right on point when he says, your gut mirrors every emotion that arises in your brain. Now there's incredible researchers doing amazing work on the mind-gut connection. And it's here that we begin to understand how stress, which is a cognitive concept originating in the mind and felt in the body, affects our gut. Dr. Yvette Tatch is a scientist and research professor on the brain-gut axis. She describes the stress response in relation to the gut as it is. A person's stress response involves a network of brain regions that interact as they receive information from inside and outside the body. When stress activates this network, it triggers two main pathways. One is called the pituitary adrenal axis, which acts to increase circulating hormones, particularly cortisol, involved with regulating the body's response to stress. The other is the autonomic nervous system, which regulates involuntary bodily functions like our blood pressure, heart rate, and bowel function. Both of these pathways directly or indirectly affect gut function through the unique system of nerves within the bowel wall called the enteric nervous system. These pathways, along with the brain and that enteric nervous system, are collectively referred to as the brain-gut axis. You can't argue with that. It's biologically hardwired into us. And I bet that you can relate your experience of stress to that. The more stressed you are, the more gut symptoms you experience. And that's why a great deal of my work is educating clients that stressing about your symptoms actually gets you the very thing that you don't want, more symptoms. I know, I know it's much easier said than done, or it seems like it. But it's only because you don't have those skills in your toolbox yet. And that's why I'm here to give you as many of those tools as I can. The objective is to get you back into a relaxed state so that you can get out of your gut's way and let it shake its tail feather because it knows what it's meant to do. It just needs you to stop interfering with it. Now here's an example of how the gut is affected by emotion. Had a woman referred to me with ongoing gut symptoms, including diarrhea, cramping, and bloating. And she'd completed various tests and interventions, in, including this last-ditch effort of an antidepressant. 
In just her second session, we attended to the pain she was experiencing in her stomach. We did this by slowing down and coming into a quiet, relaxed state. She then described the pain as burning, inflamed and tight. When I asked her to feel which emotion was in those sensations, she immediately answered anger. She was angry with her husband and she'd been stuffing that anger down in her stomach for years. It wasn't until we investigated this anger thoroughly that it began to soften. It was only in that softening that she was able to find some relief from her gut symptoms. And that's available for you too. I saw this young and very talented scientist, Julia Enders, speak at the Sydney Opera House a few years back. She's got this best-selling book called Gut. It's quite incredible. I've mentioned it before. Definitely an amazing read. And she has such an incredible gift in converting hard science about the gastrointestinal tract into fun imagery. One of the things she spoke about was the two anal sphincter muscles, an interior one and an exterior one. Now, the interior muscles are part of our autonomic nervous system that the rest of our digestive system is controlled by. We don't have conscious control over this one. But the exterior sphincter muscle is one that we can control. That's the clenching and unclenching. And those two muscles work together to eliminate waste or a stool from your digestive system. So Julie is on stage with this cartoon slide of a miniature man with a magnifying glass walking backwards and forwards inside the anus between the internal and external sphincter muscles. There he is receiving a message from the internal sphincter, which is further in towards the rectum, that there's waste ready to be expelled. So he says, okay, hang on. And he toddles down to the external sphincter muscle and he peers through into the outside world to check the environment the person whose body it's attached to is in. Now, they happen to be out in public somewhere with no available bathrooms in sight, so he heads back down to the internal sphincter and he says, nope, you'll have to hold that one in for a while. And the body promptly does. Because you know why? The body knows what to do. You've just got to get out of its way. How? Relaxation. Gut-focused psychotherapy, gut-directed hypnotherapy. Counseling and talk therapy don't work because what you're feeling and holding in your body has long passed the conscious mind to deal with it. And anyway, you would have already resolved it by now if you could think your way out of it. And those symptoms may have some origin in the mind, but they're now stuck in the body. So it's there that needs the attention and care and healing. The relationship you have with your digestive system has much more impact than you probably know. You're a unique human being and you have your very own thoughts and worries that deserve to be attended to. You deserve to feel better and we can absolutely get you there. The body keeps the score and it's always right. It's when we don't listen to the body that we find ourselves in trouble. The link between your body and mind is unmistakable. 
You can't switch off the connection between the mind and gut, but what you can do is create a really great friendship where both of you thrive. I'm Michelle White. Thanks for listening. We live in an age where we make choices based on ratings and reviews. So if you like this podcast, please tell me and other potential listeners by leaving a review. Those puppies matter and it's one of the best ways you can show your support. You can also follow Happy Inside on Facebook and Instagram and sign up to the newsletter on the Happy Inside website. And if one-on-one support is right up your alley, then the Happy Inside program is for you in the Sydney Clinic or through online consultations. There's also the Happy Inside iPhone app, a component of the full program in case you don't have access. And if you already own the app, remember, those reviews matter. All these details can be found at happyinside.com.au. Happiness starts on the inside, so join me on the next episode for all those conversations that foster a happy inside.